بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا ونبينا بالقاسم المصطفى محمد وآله الطيبين الطاهرين لا سيما بقية الله في العظيم صلى الله على فرجه الشريف اللهم أخرجني من ظلمات الوهم وأكرمني بنور الفهم اللهم افتح علينا أبواب رحمتك منشر علينا الخزان ونعوذنك برحمتك يا رحمة الرحمن We continue our reflections on hadith on hikmah from a scale of wisdom منتخب ميزان الحكمه We have few hadith about necessity of avoiding your lusts or lower desires and having a simple life in order to have hikmah. For example, Imam Sadiq salam, hadith 17.15 Al-Imam Sadiq salam, said Man zahida fi dunya athbatallahu l-hikmata fi qalbih wa antaqa biha lisanah Whoever has ascetic life, whoever uh, is not attached to dunya, is pleased with simple life. Allah would put hikmah, wisdom, in his heart and make his tongue speak wisdom. Okay, as you remember we said, the place of hikmah is hard, but it appears on what you say and what you do. On the other hand, we have hadith about those things that are obstacles for having hikmah. For example, hadith 1716, Rasulullah said, Heart can contain hikmah when your stomach is empty. Empty, maybe not in the sense that you are starving, in the sense that it's not full, it's not you have eaten too much. Yeah? Heart rejects hikmah or sends away hikmah, refuses hikmah when a stomach is full. So we cannot eat too much or drink too much, uh, sleep too much, enjoy ourselves too much and expect hikmah. Hikmah is a gift which is not given easily. If you want invite a very honorable person to your home you should keep your home you know empty you cannot you know bring every person good and bad and fill your home and then invite an honorable person and say you know find your way among these people <laughs> hekma if you want to invite hekma to your heart you must keep your heart 
empty. So that hikmah can come. Amir al-Mu'mani said, La tajtami'u shahwatu wal-hikmah. Shahwa appetites or lust and hikmah would not come together. Another thing which is a barrier is anger. Al Imam Sadir Al Ghazabu Mamahakatun Lil Kalbil Hakim Wamal Lam Yamlik Ghazabah Lam Yamlik Aqlah. Anger is destroying, is harming the heart of a wise person. Even if you have the wisdom, anger would damage it. And if you are angry, you will not get the wisdom. And the one who cannot control and own, possess his anger, cannot possess his act. So shahwa is a problem, ghazab is another problem, yes? And it seems that many people have both. <laughs> so we'd have more than one reason for lacking wisdom. Another thing which is a requirement for hikmah and its opposite is obstacle is tawarru. Humility is a requirement and arrogance is an obstacle. Imam Kazim said, If you want to farm, you want to plant, it would grow. Uh, in a soily plain, not on rocks. Yeah, you cannot far on rock. فَكَذَلِكَ الْحِكْمَةِ تَعْمُرُ فِي قَلْبِ الْمُتَوَاضِعِ In the same way that you cannot grow anything on a rock, you cannot grow hikmah if you are arrogant. Hikmah is developed in the heart of humble people. Tavazo is very important. Humility is very important. <coughs> then, Imam says, Hikmah does not grow in the heart of someone who is arrogant and Tyrants. لأن الله جعل التواضع آلة العقل. Humility is the instrument, is the vehicle for عقل. If you want your عقل function, you have to be humble. If you remember, we talked about how humility is connected to truthfulness. We have discussed this, you know. If you are arrogant, you cannot let your aql function. Because aql observes truth, 
But arrogance says, observe your interest. Yeah? Arrogance says, truth is not important. We make the truth. <laughs> if we cannot make it, we buy it. When <laughs> <laughs> the meal comes. <laughs> but the one who is humble says, truth is related to Allah who is Al-Haq and has eternal value. The best thing for me is to be humble. You know, I am, of course, aware that sometimes it's not easy to accept the truth. You know, sometimes difficult. We have difficult truth, yeah? But still, you have to accept the truth. Don't waste your energy fighting the truth because you cannot do anything with the truth. Truth is truth. Whether you like it or not, whether it is suitable for you or not, the best thing is just to accept it. Because if you fight the truth, the problem becomes more and more. Imam Hadi alayhi salam said, Al-Hikmatu la tanja'u al-fasid. In corrupt souls, wisdom doesn't have impact. Doesn't have any influence. So if you give wisdom and wise advice to people whose heart is not pure, <clears throat> or it is corrupt, it's not going to have impact on them. You see, prophets, messengers, awliyaullah have been talking to many people, giving them wise ideas, but if the heart is corrupt, they don't appreciate. One of the effects of hikmah, in the section on effects of hikmah, athar al-hikmah, is that your reason, your intellect will grow. It cultivates aql. Imam Sadiq said, kathratun nazar fil hikmah. If you keep reflecting and looking at hikmah, it would fertilize and cultivate aql. Then we have two hadith here about not to waste hikmah by sharing it with the people that you they don't uh, suit. They are not right people. For example, Imam Qadim says, لا تمنح الجهال. This is Hadith 1723, Don't give hikma to ignorant people because if you give them, you would do injustice to hikma. But also don't 
deprive those who deserve hikmah and are suitable because if you do so, you do injustice to those people. So, you have to observe the right of hikmah and the right of people who are suitable. If I share it with those who are not suitable, I have done zulm to hikmah. If I don't share it with those who are suitable, I have done zulm to those people because I have deprived them. You understand? So you have to avoid two zulm. Zulm to hikmah by teaching people who are not suitable. And zulm to people who are suitable by not teaching them. So you need wisdom <laughs> to understand who is suitable and then teach them. Question? <laughs> Last point, Okay. Yes. It's very difficult to sort of make that judgment about people. Yes. You need wisdom. Mm. Yes. wisdom to give wisdom. To do justice. Okay. Based on these hadiths, and of course, these are only samples. And for the sake of having easy access, all from Muntakha wa Mizan Hikman, you can understand value of Hikman. You can understand that it is very fundamental. You can understand that it can be wisdom as a quality for certain ideas, and it can be wisdom as a quality for a person. Quality for ideas is important, but you can find it with different people. Even with Munafiqin, even with Mushrikin. But quality of the person requires to have a pious life, a simple life, not being arrogant, not being angry, not going after satisfaction of your lower desires. Okay? So, these are things that we understood from Hadith, Alhamdulillah. Now, we want to go to the sources that I have introduced to you last week, and you have the handout, to see how the Qur'an introduces hikmah. So, if you go to uh, Mufradat, by Rahib al Isfahani. Okay? You have two types of texts. One is from Mufradat by Rahib al Isfahani, another one is At Tahrir uh, for Sayyid Mustafabi. Okay? So if you look at Mufradat, so Mufradat, Mufradat al Fazl al Quran by Rahib al Isfahani is the, on the top is introducing the words which are used in the Qur'an and the order is according to the roots. Okay? For example, he says Hakama Asluhu Mana'a Mana'an Islah. Did you find it? Yeah. He says, Hakama 
its original meaning, the meaning of the root. Because what is important in such books, they try to identify what is the root, what is the original meaning, and then how this is uh, coming in different derivatives. Hakama means mana'a, stopped. Okay? When you stop, then it is called hakam. Stopping for what reason? In order to improve. Or in some books they say manal fasad. When you stop harm or corruption, or when you stop for the sake of islah, it's the same thing. Okay? Man'ul fasad or man'al islah. This is the root of hakama. Wa minhu summiyat al-lijamu hakama hakamata dabba. Horse bridle, lijam is called hakama it's written like hikma but it is pronounced differently hakama hakamatul dabba like hakamatul horse is the bridle why they say hakama because with this you can stop the horse control the horse so that the the horse doesn't run away or doesn't harm anyone okay Hakamtu dabbata. Hakamtu dabbata. What does it mean? Means manatuha bil hakama. Means I stopped it by using bridle. I don't know you are understanding what we are doing or not. Yeah, we are doing uh, some kind of analysis of the words. Because we normally know hook in the sense of ruling and judging and hikmah and wisdom. But these type of books tell you how these all go back to the same root. It's very important. This is what you can only uh, teach people who have some background of Hose studies. Mana'tuha bil I stopped that animal like horse by using bridle. Wa'ahkamtuha ahkamtu dabbah means ja'altu laha hakamah. Okay? I put bridle on the mouth of the animal. Also, they say hakamtu safih. What does it mean hakamtu safih? means I stopped the one who was Safi. Safi means foolish. Yes. The one who has no good understanding. Sufaha <laughs> 
احكموا سفهاءكم what does it mean احكموا means امنعوا stop stop your people who are not intelligent and then he continues till he says والحكموا بالشيء and تقضي after two lines and تقضي بأنه كذا أو ليس بكذا when we say حكمت بكذا means you make a judgment تقضي you make a verdict you make a judgment that something is this or is not this for example you say uh, I judge that this doesn't belong to you or I judge this belongs to you either you judge something is not something or something is something for example belongs or doesn't belong and also sometimes it can be something that you judge on another person and you impose this on him sometimes no it's about a judgment that you make in yourself sometimes you compel another person or sometimes you don't do then he goes on and talks about hakim and hakam and they are very similar but hakam is ablah hakam is explaining expressing the meaning of uh, judging more than hakim and then he continues hakama bil batil famanahu ajral batil majral hok hakama bil batil means instead of making proper judgment he put falsehood in the place of what was supposed to be said wal hikmatu so this is the main part. We want to start from here. Did you find it? Well, hikmatu isabatu al-haqqi bil-ilm wal-aql. Because I don't have that copy. Al-hikmah. It's a... The second line on the left side, page 249. Page? Uh, 249. Page 249. Left side. Uh, did you find it? Yes. Okay. Al Hikmatu Isabatul Haq Bil Ilme Wal Aq. What is Hikma? He says, please remember these definitions because then we want to choose among them what would be the best or maybe we bring our own definition al-hikmatu isabatul haq to reach the truth bil-ilmi wal-aql with knowledge and intellect so there are two pillars for hikmah ilm and aql but in order to reach haq 
Is it clear? Then Raghab al-Isfahani tries to distinguish between the meaning of hikmah when it is used for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and when it is used for human beings. فَالْحِكْمَةُ مِنَ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى Wisdom from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as a quality of Allah. مَعْرِفَةُ الْأَشْيَاءِ وَإِجَادُهَا عَلَى غَايَةِ الْإِحْكَامِ What is hikmah in the case of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Ma'rifatul ashya, knowing things. So, ilm is there. Element of knowledge. And then to create them with maximum strengths. It's not loose. So, because Allah is creator, so this knowledge of Allah comes with creation. But for us, so when Allah is Hakim, this Hikmah is reflected in His creation. But for us, it cannot be reflected in creation because we are not creating. So we just understand the Hikmah which is there. Yes. Uh, should, shouldn't He have used Ilm instead of Ma'rifah for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Does Allah have Ma'rifah or Ilm? If I'm not mistaken, Allah shouldn't be called Ma'rifah. In the sense that, he has very detailed information. Mm -hmm. Not that his knowledge is detailed, but he has knowledge of details. Because usually they define ma'rifa as like something you have sort of forgotten and relearning. No, it doesn't. No. no, the main thing is that ma'rifa has to be very personal. Okay. Very personal and detailed. Yeah. Waminal insan. But if hikmah is from insan, so if you use it as a quality for a human being, ma'rifatul mawjudat, okay? I don't know whether you notice when it, he talks about Allah, he says ma'rifatul ashya. But when he talks about insan, he says ma'rifatul mawjudat. Why? Because Allah knows them before even existing. But we know them after they exist. You understand? Ma'rifatul ashya for Allah is there even before creating. If he didn't know, how could he create them? But we only know maximum, even if we know when they are created. Even after that, sometimes we don't know. But if we are hakim, we should know ma'rifatul ashya. Then, Allah creates ashya we cannot create what maximum we can do we can do good things he creates good things and with firmness and strength we can just do good actions yeah we are not <laughs> وَهَذَا هُوَ الَّذِي وَصَفَ بِهِ لُقْمَانَهِ فِي قَوْلِهِ عَزَّرَ This is what Allah described Luqman with in this ayah. وَلَقَدْ آتَيْنَا لُقْمَانَ الْحِكْمَةِ 
we gave certainly Luqman wisdom. What does it mean? Ma'rifatul mawjudat wa fi'lul khayrat. Wa nabbaha ala jumlataha bima wasafahu biha. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by describing Luqman with this has informed us that he had this quality. فَإِذَا قِيلَ فِي اللَّهِ تَعَالَى هُوَ حَكِيمٌ فَمَعْنَاهُ بِخِلَافِ مَعْنَاهُ إِذَا وُصِفَ بِهِ خَيْرُهُ When we say Hakim to Allah is different from when we use Hakim for something else. Clear? وَمِنْ هَذَا الْوَجْهِ قال الله تعالى أليس الله بأحكم الحاكمين؟ so أحكم الحاكمين with حكمة have connection so he's أحكم ولا he's the best of the you can say judges but maybe it's more than judges the one who can bring firmness and wisdom about وإذا وَصِفَ بِهِ الْقُرْآنِ When it is used as an adjective for the Qur'an. See, Al-Qur'an Al-Hakim. Why we call Qur'an Hakim? There are different explanations. One is this. فَلِتَضَمُّنِهِ الْحِكْمَةِ Because Qur'an contains hikmah. So Qur'an becomes Hakim. Some people have said Quran is Hakim because like a wise person, Quran also does things with Hikmah. But one explanation is that Quran involves Hikmah. Because of Quran containing Hikmah. For example, in Surah Yunus number one, Alif Lam Ra Tilk. آيات الكتاب الحكيم. إن قاموس القرآن باي آية الله قرشي. he has very good discussion and he says حكيم has been used ninety seven times in the Quran. Five times, five out of 97 is for Qur'an. Once is for Amr. فِيهَا يُفْرَغُ كُلُّ أَمْرٍ حَكِيمٌ 91 times is used for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay? So 97 times Hakim occurs in the Qur'an. Five times for the Qur'an. One time for Amr affair, 91 times for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then he talks about Ayat al-Muhkam and Mutashabih. He says, they are Muhkam because they give 
some firm and decisive meaning. After this, we go to another book, and that is At-Tahqiq Fi Kalamat Al-Qur'an Al-Kakim Qur'an Al-Kareem Someone give me the hand Thank you very much. If you go to page 264 at Tahqiq fi by the late Ayatollah Mustafavi, you see at the beginning he has quotations from different major books. Misbah means Al-Misbah Munir, which is one of the major texts for Quranic terms and Arabic terms in general. He says, Al-Hukmu Al-Qadha, to judge, to make a ruling or verdict. Wa-Asluhu Al-Man'ah, Man'ah. He said, Hakamah, yani Man'ah. يُغَالُ حَكَمْتُ عَلَيْهِ بِكَذَا When you make a ruling, what does it mean? Indeed, means مَنَعْتَهُ مِنْ خِلَافِهِ It means that you stop him from anything other than that. So a person can do different things by making a hook, you stop him from other directions and other things. فَلَمْ يَقْدِرْ عَلَى الْخُرُوجَ مِنْ ذَلِكَ so he cannot uh, go away from this. When some people have a case, you know, and a debate, and you know, or quarrel, they come to you and you judge. حَكَمْتُ بَيْنَ الْقَوْمِ يعني فَصَلْتُ بَيْنَهُمْ فَصْلْ means you finish the debate. You settle the case. فَأَنَا حَاكِمٌ وَحَكَمٌ When you do hukm, you are called hakim or hakam. وَالْجَمْعُ حُكَامٌ وَيَجُوزُ بِالْوَابِ وَالنُونِ You can also have jam'i salim. So you can say hukam, you can say hakimun. وَالْحَكَمَةُ لِلْدَابَةِ Hakama is bridle for horse or something like that. سُمِّيَتْ بِذَلِكَ Why it is called حَكَمَ لِأَنَّهَا تُذَلِّلُهَا لِرَاكِبِهَا Because by putting this, you make it obedient to the one who wants to ride it. تُذَلِّلْ like obedient, like you tame it or you know, from ذِلَّة has to be obedient. In a sense, it means that you stop the horse going uh, as the horse wishes. Hikmah is derived from this. What is the connection 
لأنها تمنع صاحبها من أخلاق الأرضال أرضال are those people who are vicious not virtuous حكمة stops the one who has حكمة from traits of character of vicious people yeah وحكمت الرجل حكمت means فوضت الحكمة إلي I delegated ruling to him means I made him حكم الحاكم وتحكم في كذا means فعل ما رأه he did what he thought is right anyway then he goes to مقام means مقائس اللقة Maqa'is al-Luqa is another book I introduced to you last week. Again here says, Hakama aslun wahid, means all the roots go to one, all the derivatives go to one root, wahuwa al-manah. Again he says manah. You understand? Wa'avvalu dhalika al-hukm. Why hukm is called hukm? Because you stop from injustice. Hakamatuddaba is called Hakama because it stops the animal. And then he says, after one line. Hada biyasuha is similar Hikmah is called hikmah because it stops from jahl, ignorance. Then we go to sahahul luqa. To sahahul luqa, he says, Al-hukmu mastar qawlika hakama baynahum yahkumu qadha. So it means to judge, to make a ruling. And then he says, Al-hikmatu min al-ilm. وَالْحَكِيمُ الْعَالِمِ So, here you see the focus is more on ilm. In the previous books, the focus was on hikmah stopping from ignorance or akhlaq of bad people. Here the focus is on ilm. So, it seems that more focus is now put on theoretical sides. This is very important for our discussion because as I told you last week, for me, hikmah must be practical. Even if it has theoretical dimension, but it is to serve the practical side. It's not enough if you are alim. If you know everything in theory, but you cannot decide what's the best thing right now in this condition, you are not hakim. Okay? So I want you to see how different scholars are focusing on different things. Al-hikmatu min al-ilm wal-hakim al-alim. Hakim means alim. Wa-sahibu al-hikmah wal-hakim al-mutqinu lil-umur. Sahibu al-hikmah, the one who has wisdom, or hakim, 
is the one who does things with etqan. Etqan means to do things firmly, which means nicely and properly. You remember this hadith that uh, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was burying one of his companions in Medina and he was very careful about uh, making the grave very properly. And they said, this is grave and we are going to put lots of soil on it and it's not going to be used or whatever. Then Rasulullah said, but Allah loves the people. لَكِنَّ اللَّهُ يُحِبُّ عَبْدًا إِذَا عَمِلَ شَيْئًا أَوْ فَعَلَ شَيْئًا أَتْقَنَهُ Allah loves that his servant, no matter what he does, whenever he does something, he should do it properly. Itqan. Mutqan means like muhkam. Ihkam. Itqan means to make things firm, but means proper. Not loose in the sense that it's going to, uh, for example, damage or corruption. It's itqan. Okay? So, Hakim al-Mutqinulil-Umur. He does things properly. He knows how to do it and then he does it properly. You need knowledge. Yeah? Because if you don't have knowledge, you cannot do it properly. But sometimes you have knowledge, but still you may not do it properly. You know? There are some, for example, people, you take your car to their garage. They don't know how to fix your car. That's a one problem. There are people who know how to fix, but they don't care. They know, but they don't care. But we need someone who knows and cares. So find a garage man who is Hakim. <laughs> who knows and cares. At least in the field of cars. Then we go to Lesanul Arab. Lesanul Arab is a very important uh, book. It's about, I think, if I'm not mistaken, 20 volumes in new edition. It says, Al Hukmu Al Ilmu Wal Fiqhu Wal Qadau Bil Haqqi Wal Adl. It can be used as knowledge, as fiqh, as judging with truth and justice. And then he says, this is the master for Hakama Yahkumu wa yurwa anna mina shi'ar al-hikmas. Some poems are wisdom, they involve wisdom. Wa huwa bima'na al-hukm wa al-dhikr al-hakim means al-hakim lakum wa alaykum. It's something that judges between you and them. So he explains the meaning of wisdom for Quran in the sense that judges between you and them. And then we go to the next page when Ayatollah Mustafa wants to make his own judgment. What tahqir? The name of the book is also a tahqir fi kalamat al-Quran. So he doesn't just make quotations. He chooses some texts, but then he has his own judgment, conclusion. So, this is his judgment. What 
أن الأصل الواحد في هذه المادة هو ما يحمل على موضوع ويلحقه وما به يتحقق الأمر والنهي إذا كان عن بطن ويقين. He says the common root for this and all its derivatives is something whether it be the case for a ruling or verdict, the case for prohibition or command, anything to which this belongs should be with certainty and decisiveness. So he focuses on decisive nature of hukm. If it is without, it is not hukm. It must be certain. Okay? It's very important. And he says the reason it is called hok, like you know, Qazi is hakem also, yeah? Because it should make decisive judgment. And then he says about fiqh, ilm, man, rad. He says in all of them you find this. Then if you go a few lines, uh, down says al hikmatu after talking about hakim 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 then he says al hikmatu fi'la you remember in sa'al misaf we say fi'la is for no like fitrah like mita jilsa is a type of that root Jilsat al-abid means the type of sitting which is for slaves or servants. Fitra is a type of creation that is available in human beings. Fitra. Mita. Mita al-jahli, a type of death for exchange of ignorance. Al-hikmatu fi'lah. Tadullu ala no'in khasin min al-hukh. A special type of hukh. What type is that? Huwa. ما كان من الأحكام الراجعة إلى المعارف القطعية والحقائق المتقنة المعقولة. حكمة is those verdicts, those judgments which refer to certain and decisive teachings which are decisive, which are properly understood. Then he explains the difference between hook and qadha. And then he says the reason Quran is called Hakim is also because it's involving decisive and certain judgment. And therefore, you see, many times Hakim comes with Alim. And Aziz, for example, for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes with Alim, with Aziz. Because Allah is also Hakim, as we said, 91 times, because he has certainty. For example, we have, Wallahu Alimun Hakim, Wallahu Azizun Hakim, Allahu Aliman Hakima. And then he says, La yasihu tahakuku kawnihi hakiman illa ba'dal ilm abil 
He cannot be Hakim unless he has knowledge, because if he has knowledge, he cannot be certain, and also dignity, because Ezza in the case of Allah means he is not defeated, he's strong, he's firm, nothing can penetrate. Remember, we said uh, again in Akhlas uh, when we talked about Karama. Say, Arabs, if the, there is a land in which water cannot go inside, they say, Ardun Uzaz. Izza means nothing can penetrate. It's, it's very firm and strong. So, he then uh, mentions about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then he talks about the Quran and he says For example, Ayatul Muhkamat Hunna Ummul Kitab. He says, Inna al Muhkam, Huwaladi Jurila the Hukm. It's Muhkam because it has Hukm inside it. It makes Hukm. What does it mean? It means that it gives you Ra'yan Qat'iyan La Tardida Fi Wala Tashabu. Muhkam gives you decisive, certain ruling or verdict, and there is no ambiguity, no confusion. Mutashabahat are not that firm because they can be understood different ways. يُقَابِلْهُ الْمُتَشَابِهِ الَّذِي لَيْسَ فِيهِ بَتٌ وَلَا صِرَاحَةٌ كَامِلًا There is no decisiveness and explicit meaning for mutashabih. حَتَّى يُحَكِّمُونَ فِي مَا شَدْرَ بَيْنَهُمْ أَيْ يَجْعَلُونَكَ حَكَمًا means you make decisive judgment among them. So, then he says about There is no such possibility for a person that Allah would give him the book and hukm, which you can say wisdom or you can say firm and decisive judgment. And Nubuwa, and then the ayah continues. بِأَنْ يَسِيرَ ذَا يَقِينٍ وَمَعْرِفَةٍ وَيَسِلَ بِالْإِفَاضَةِ وَالْإِشْرَاقِ الْإِلَاهِ إِلَى مَرْتَبَةِ حَقِّ الْيَقِينِ فِي الْمَعَارِفِ وَالْأَحْكَامِ مُطْلَقًا He says, to, give, to be given kitab and hukm and nubuwa means to have yaqeen, to have knowledge and with divine inspiration and illumination reaches the position of haqqul yaqeen. Haqqul yaqeen. And this does not contradict that enel hukmu illa lillah. Yes, enel hukmu illa lillah means primarily, independently, hukm is only for Allah. But Allah can give it to other people. Yeah? Because the ayah says, and you So Allah can give to other people. Then he says, This is the last part. This was about hope. Hikmah is also, he says, 
فَإِنَّهَا نَوْعٌ خَاصٌ مِنَ الْحُقِ is a special type of hook that Allah gives to those servants of him that he wills who are مخلص Allah gives hikmah to those who are مخلص يُؤْتِ الْحِكْمَةَ مَنْ يَشَى but he's not arbitrary he gives hikmah to those that he wish he wills but it's not arbitrary they have to be مخلص وَمَنْ يُؤْتَ الْحِكْمَةَ فَقَدْ أُوْتِيَ خَيْرًا كَسِرًا Those who have been given wisdom have been given abundant good. وَذَلِكَ مِمَّا أَوْهَا إِلَيْكَ رَبُّكَ مِنَ الْحِكْمَةَ This is the wisdom that Allah has revealed to you, that is Qur'an or revelation in general, that involves hikmah. وَلَقَدْ آتَيْنَا لُقْمَانَ الْحِكْمَةَ We gave لُقْمَانَ حِكْمَةَ فَذَهَرَ أن الأحكام الحقيقية ما يتعلق ويلحق بالموضوعات التكوينية. The factual أحكام maybe حقيقية is better to say factual are those things that relate to existential subjects because we have حكم تكويني حكم تشريعي حكم تكويني is that Hook that is about creating things. وَلَمَّا كَانَ تَكْوِينَ بِيَدِ اللَّهِ وَإِلْمُهُ وَإِرَادَتُهُ وَقُدَّتِهِ Or you can say بِيَدِ اللَّهِ وَإِلْمِهِ وَإِرَادَتِهِ وَقُدَّتِهِ Because creation is in his hand and with his knowledge and will and power فَتَكُونُ أَحْكَامُهُ اَيْزًا بِعِلْمِ اللَّهِ وَإِحَاتَتِهِ Because he has created <coughs> the whole world. He has knowledge, he has this will, he has power. Therefore, any legislation and any ruling also would come from him. Because he has encompassing knowledge and power and will about everything. Okay, so what we saw in the books that they have quoted, or in Mufradat al-Raqib and al-Tahqir, is few things. One is that there is a common root, with common meaning, hakama in the sense of mana'al fasad or mana'al islah to stop something that without your stopping, may go to wrong direction. It's a kind of intervention. Yeah? You have to intervene by stopping. If you don't stop, it can harm. Or at least interest can be missed. So it's kind of intervention <clears throat> to avoid uh, harm or to bring improvement. And it involves knowledge it involves certainty, decisiveness, and also it has to be firm and proper. So these are few elements that we can, if we put all these sources together, we can find that Hekma has all these things. Okay? A kind of intervention to stop, to avoid harm and corruption or to bring improvement 
and it's decisive, it is fair, it's with uh, certainty and not doubt or confusion, it involves knowledge and does things properly. So, inshallah, next week, then I will share with you what is my understanding of hikmah, inshallah. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Oh, my God.